0: Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: Why are we why are we so happy today? Cuz it's hump day. It is hump day every time we're here. <laughs> I just got so excited to be here with you Jennifer Golden. The guy says your voice like Jennifer Golden. <laughs> Sorry, this microphone's very rickety. Hello guys. Thank Hi. you for tuning in to. It's complicated. Today we are talking about a myriad of things, one of them being long distance relationships. And what we think about them. And if we've been involved in them, we have a guest coming in, Monica Padilla from Survivor. And we're going to interview her, talk to her about that same topic. And we're just, there's a whole bunch of fun stuff. Hello. We have some guests walking by. All right. And if you're on Periscope, follow us on Periscope. Uh, We're Periscoping,
0: actually, from our other account, Two Drunk Girls, Yes. Uh, since you guys might know us best from that, and then hopefully you'll also follow us on Complicated Show on Periscope.
1: That's right, and speaking of drunk girls, we have a drink of the day because we make everything a celebration, and we are drinking coconut water because we thought we'd get a little festive and tropic for our guest, Monica. Yes, because she was just in Cambodia
0: for Survivor Second Chance, and so doesn't that obviously make you think of like a...
1: Tropical, yeah. mango. So this is like coconut, mango water, and you know what, actually? we celebrated we had a halloween party this weekend it was so fun um one of our friends threw a great fantastic halloween party that was, I like that they did it like the weekend before because I feel like there's just so much happening this weekend too, like trick-or-treating and stuff that it was a good weekend to do it last weekend.
0: I think since they have kids, it makes sense to do it then because then they do have to like do things with their children on the day of.
1: Well, And it stretches out the holiday too. Now we have two celebrations. But while we were at that party, Jen and I were drinking this drink. They would They had specialty cocktails at a bar and it had coconut water in it. And I feel like it really just helped hydrate. So we're going to help hydrate by drinking some vodka and coconut water. And you guys, if you are too lazy to go get your alcohol or you're having a Halloween party and you run out of alcohol, which could very well happen. Totally could happen.
0: That's a bad hosting mistake too. Bad
1: hosting mistake, but you could cover it up real easily with Thirsty App. It delivers alcohol to you. The app is free. Go on the app and if you put in complicated then it's a f- a code for uh it's a percentage off the delivery. I think it's $10 off. $10 off the delivery. So not only do you save yourself from looking like a bad host, but you just save $10. Thank you to us. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so you guys, the Shane show <laughs> is a radio show on dash radio that we were on um interviewed probably in the beginning of the summer around july and we went on the show we talked to them about dating actually we talked about dating apps and tinder and two drunk girls and the shane show listened to our show and they had
0: some interesting things to say. Mainly Shane. Well, uh, he always so,
1: has interesting things to say. I he's love a him. really
0: funny guy. We love him. He's got a very funny perspective on things because it's very real and logical and gritty, and we relate to him. Actually, oh yeah. So what he had to say about us, though, the other day, <laughs> I think it was Monday, uh, was that he thinks our intro to our show is dumb. <laughs> he does. He hates it, uh, and he couldn't get past it. I think it's a little too jazzy for him. Maybe a little too eighties. Maybe. Yeah,
1: maybe you're seeing he's speaking. jealous I don't know. He is jealous. You know what? This is what I like about Shane is although he he will give it to you like for real, like he does not sugarcoat things. He's also he's not like mean about it. He's just being him. And he it's what makes him really interesting to listen to. So we appreciate your constructive criticism. Trust us. If we had a like live band with us, we'd be doing maybe some like ghetto rap or something for our (laughs) intro. Lauren would love that. I mean, I'm speaking for myself. Right. Jen would probably want something else, but I'm just saying (laughs) that maybe eventually that intro will be different hopefully it does not deter you from continuing to listen to our show but thank you for listening shane and thank you dash radio for the plug we love you guys over there we want to come back in
0: yeah we do and and they have a really great show so you guys should definitely listen to them and um in addition to making fun of our intro they did support us and say how hard we worked and how we got uh we completed our kickstarter campaign to get us here today so cheers
1: to that let's clink the drink Bam. There you go. That's right. We did work very hard just for you guys. Maybe it's also for ourselves because we like to listen to ourselves talk. And And we we really like to talk, and this is a good platform for that. (laughs) I actually don't like to listen to myself talk. I can't stand the sound of my own voice. But that's neither here nor there.
0: Um, But you know what? If you guys do like hearing us talk and you want to continue it and maybe you forget how to find us, even though you're here right now, (laughs) you can go to (laughs) iTunes. You could actually... Go to iTunes now and download our podcast and it will just go up on it will be on your phone every week without you having to do anything. It's like the best mindless thing ever.
1: Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. We did that for you guys, too.
0: We did. So iTunes, it's complicated. If you want to see the link, um, it's actually in my Instagram account, Jennifer Golden,
1: and you can find it there. We'll put it everywhere, though. Follow us on all of the things, all of the things complicated show. Guys. That's right. You know, speaking of things that are complicated in some celebrity news, so many breakups, so little time. Halle Berry and Olivier Martinez are divorced after two years of marriage. I question why. What is the deal with Halle Berry? This was her third divorce Dude, or this is her third divorce. What now. the F? Like maybe someone was like, we are going to make you the most beautiful woman in the world, but that's about it. Yo. Right. We're also going to make you super cry. That's what I'm saying. Like is that I mean, she is like, I think the one of the most beautiful women people on the planet. And not that that's all that matters. I'm just saying, like, you would think, like, oh, she's a talented actress. She's successful. She's beautiful. I'm sure she seems cool. But now, after all these things, I mean, I hate to make a judgment call, but either she's cray or she picks cray people. I
0: think it's a combination. I think you have to be cray yourself to pick cray because True. you
1: attract what you put out. Oh, great. So that says a lot about the people I've picked in the past couple years. But
0: you're in the process of changing certain things, maybe. <laughs> you're like, you're in the process of completely changing
1: yourself. No. So. OK, listen,
0: there's, there's room for great- growth in everybody but maybe 49 year old Halle Berry has done same old is she same tricks yeah holy shit so is Olivier
1: what what the hell also this
0: was Olivier's first marriage what was he doing for 49 years you gotta
1: wonder about him too no you know what I don't like that when guys are like I listen I don't want to date a guy that's like in his 20s because that's just no thank you but like also you know you're you're looking more mid 30s maybe early 40s like that's my range where i'd like to go but then you have to question that you're like how have you not been married in your 40s absolutely that's okay
0: i'm okay with like the 40 thing yeah just because you could have been in a couple long relationships that didn't work out and that sets you at the at the age you happen to be at when you meet the person but i think when you're above 40 and a dude mm-hmm. if you were never either engaged or married and divorced i would rather a previously engaged Me or too. divorced guy if you're over 40 Me too. than somebody that hasn't been because i what was your issue what is your issue still what like you have to have an issue yeah. are you a man child are you somebody that can't commit are you I don't uh, so many things we could really go into.
1: I mean there's a lot it, it it's it could potentially bring up some red flags. Maybe not. Maybe it is just like a string of long relationships that never worked out and you're you know you you're not wanting to settle, but it's a potential red flag for yes. sure. Um also speaking of red flags, Chloe and Lamar are uh you know they're, they're creating some attention around them. And a lot of people are thinking that Lamar and Chloe are back together. They actually aren't. And she just came out with a statement saying that they're not together. She's no. just like supporting him. She's by her, his side. Um, I think there was also some talk about. He, uh, Lamar being um they're not signing the divorce paper so that Lamar can use her health insurance. To Which continue. makes sense. Yeah. Because
0: he's not playing basketball right now. I mean, not that he can't afford good health insurance, but this is going to get expensive. Right.
1: And I think it's good to just keep him on her plan. I think that's nice that she's doing that. And I like that Chloe in this the CNN article that was just posted said that love isn't fickle and that I don't know, for some reason, I mean, I've heard people say that before, but for some reason that really kind of like hit home for me. It's like if you love somebody so deeply at some point in your life, you're probably always going to love them. You don't just stop. And I like that she is supporting him and there for him in this time of need. And, um, you know, I I think that's nice. So I think that I like that, you know, that she's there for him. Yeah. I, I, listen, I think she's setting
0: a good example. She's doing the right thing, like, as far in the name of love for stop in
1: the name of stop love.
0: in the name of love. They're putting their differences aside for right now, focusing on the priorities, which is his health, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. And for them to be able to do that, I think that's just great. You know,
1: and you know, they don't have to
0: end up together, but she can still be there for him. They can have this version of a relationship instead of no a matter, romantic one
1: for sure. No matter what obstacles get in your way, be it long distance like what we're talking about today, or whatever, I think that you if you want to make it work, you can make it work. I don't know why Halle Berry and Olivier Martinez divorced. A lot of people speculate it's because they were spending a lot of time apart. Just like uh Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone. Emma Stone. They were there was a lot of rumors flying around about their recent breakup because they were so far apart from each other and too busy. And I get that, but I also feel like if you want to make it work you will make it work. And distance, yes, it can be an obstacle, but it doesn't necessarily need to be a downfall. Anything can potentially break you up if you let it.
0: Yeah. You and also, I mean? speaking of
1: making things work, how about the blackout
0: last night during the Mets oh, game? Oh, my
1: gosh. So the world's... Series- oh, I said the
0: Mets game as though I'm a Mets fan. Yeah. I'm not. I'm a no one's
1: fan. <laughs> she's, a, she's a just a fan of Jen. Yeah, I am. I'm a Gen fan. But
0: for those that are really into the, you know, World Series and stuff, it was the longest game and then they had issues that came up during it. It
1: did. Fox had a blackout. They had some technical difficulties and it was a blackout for like four minutes. They lost their feed. They said they're, first generator and their backup generator stopped working so they had a little bit of snafu they they went to their like live stand-up guys sitting around a table kind of talking (laughs) about they were supposed to be like seventh inning stretch like after game guys and they like kind of were like we don't know what's going on and they were kind of fumbling around they did a great job though and then it you know it came it came about that uh that there was some sort of a generator issue and then um the game came back on. But the game was on till what, it was fourteen innings and it was on till one AM. It was forever.
0: Um Ugh. but the craziest thing to me was that the one of the pitchers
1: for the Royals, dad died. Yes, and he didn't know
0: until didn't after the game. Him. Well they didn't to right.
1: tell him. And and listen, I think that um that that kinda I see I kind of see how that makes sense, because it's not like they're like, you know, your dad's very sick. You need to go see him before. It was like it had already happened before right. the, the game started, and there was kind of nothing he could do at that point. I'm sure he knew he was sick or whatever. I don't know how, what happened. But. Well,
0: there's a lot of debate over it. I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of it, like, you know, in the news stories, because they're saying that some people think he actually did know.
1: What do you mean? That
0: that he did know before. Like, the... the coach and people weren't going to tell him but that somebody else had told him like before the game oh so he just didn't make an issue of it Uh, but that's all speculation and you know they were talking about it on like the carson daily show this morning and he was saying what would you want to happen you know
1: i i feel like i would want to know but now uh, there's some recent events in my life that have happened that i feel like maybe i wouldn't want to know like i think i'm the type of person who wants to know but then when i do know it creates a lot of anxiety
0: yeah i mean if i had something important going on like the world series knowing before That's, isn't going to make yeah. that better and it's not going to change the fact that it happened exactly already. there's so, nothing you can do right so while yes it's like real life stuff versus a baseball game for sure he, at the end of the day he's going to go back to his job mm-hmm. his dad died yes but he's going to go back to his job brett Favre went to and played his game and did it for his dad after his dad died like the day later yeah and then won, and then you know had a
1: record-breaking win. But you know, I think that baseball is—it's there are some positions that are a lot more physical than others. And pitching, yes, while it is very physical in some parts of your body, it's not like your—it's. I think it's more of a mental game yes and so i think you've really got to be in the zone and you know i would if i were him i probably wouldn't have wanted to know
0: no and his wife you know speaking of relationships she is the one apparently that called the coach and everybody and said don't mm. tell him okay let him play i'm guessing his dad probably was his biggest fan yeah and it, you know they come from the Dima- Dimin- dominican republic oh my god i can get it out you can do it and you
1: maybe this it was, was santo domingo republica dominicana <laughs> do you not i had a song listen if someone t- taught me how to do calculus via song i'd be a and rocket scientist right now because <laughs> i can still name all of the countries and capitals in south america because of this damn song I'm, anyway i i interject well good that you know things i mean i do
0: I'm glad, and also, so maybe he because he came from there, and this was such an important thing to his family, and you know he became the pitcher on the Royals and all of that. Maybe his dad would have wanted him mm-hmm. to play the game because, I, if I'm someone's dad, I would want the best for them too, especially watching their career of course. path and and seeing them. I would succeed. want that too.
1: What do you think? Speaking of his wife, do you think that she and he? How do, how would you feel dating a professional athlete distance-wise, Ugh. okay? Just for the distance. Like I'm assuming you're in a relationship with this person and hopefully you trust them. But like just from them being away, a lot traveling during the season and all that. I personally feel like I'd be fine with it. I wouldn't be in a relationship with someone that I didn't trust anyway, so I don't think I'd have a problem with it. Plus I like my me time. I like my me time a lot too.
0: I think the distance would just make me like fearful that the heart wouldn't grow fonder, but that it would like out of sight, out of mind, and also with other mm. people in sight, and people flock toward, yeah, athletes. They and there's do. there's really bad stigma with athletes. And I'm sorry, I'm sure there are some great ones, but I would be so fearful of that.
1: And also a musician that's on tour. T- have you, or like an actor or something? Have you ever been in a long distance relationship? I yet? have. Okay, I have two, and I know that when I was in that relationship, there was nothing that could make me not want to be with the person when I was with that person. So I had trust in myself and in that person and I did not have a problem. I mean, of course I missed, but it just made my, it just made me miss them, made the heart grow fonder as the saying goes. So I didn't, it wasn't, um, I mean, until there was reasons for me not to trust this person because of whatever, that was their own thing. I think that it manifested itself through the distance and that was just sort of an excuse, but I don't really, I don't see it as a problem. I think it's because I trust myself too and I think that people who don't want to be in a long distance relationship I think it's because they don't trust themselves. I agree
0: with that. I also think that it depends on um whether you start off in the same place and you mm-hmm. have an you have actual time together to build mm-hmm. something and yeah. then you go, you know, do the long distancing for however long. I for instance had 8 months with the person. It was my last year of college, moved to LA, he moved me out here like to help me and we did long distance for like a, a little bit over a year after that. And, you know, without having an end game, like I'm going to move back to Miami or he'd move to LA. It was just going to be an indefinite thing. Yeah. And seeing each other once a month was fine for a while, but it's just, it wasn't something we wanted to continue doing and like have a life together. But so I think we trusted each other implicitly. And we talked all the time. We we're each other's best friends. It wasn't an issue with him the long distance. It was just also like age, we can't yeah. keep going on
1: like this. I think that it comes into play to the age. Like if you if there is no end game, if it's not just something that's gonna be temporary, then it could be an issue, of course. But yeah. and also now I feel like at my age, like I'm not getting into a relationship with you, it, it, distance or no distance. If I don't want to be with you anyway, and of course we're gonna end up together at some point. So, I yeah, I'm like I said, I don't really have a. a an issue with distance but i know people that do and speaking of dating i need to talk about raya love the app you guys need to get it and go on it there is some very good people on the app um i'm having some luck and i also just came across a friend of mine so i screenshot him and got in trouble
0: yeah, the app doesn't let you take screenshots, which I think is interesting because you can do that on any other app. But for whatever reason, Raya does not allow
1: you to. It's just because it's a little more exclusive.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true, too, because you have to be
1: accepted. Yeah, you have to be accepted to be on this app. So I think that they they like keep a privacy policy thing going. And I took the screenshot because it was my friend and I wanted to send it to him. But I got in trouble. I got a slap on the wrist and it really scared me yeah like, we know you're not really doing this it like it was reverse psychology we know this was probably a mistake and we're gonna let it slide but if you accidentally do this again you're definitely gonna get in trouble it was like something like that. oh my I god like, i love the oh way, way they god. put that um
0: see this is why and when i see friends on any dating app i'll just match with them and write hi hi
1: see you yeah <laughs> I know. No, I don't want to date you, but I see you. I know. I, yeah. And, um, there, Jen, what's this new dating app that you found? Gist? Well, okay. So it's actually not a dating oh. app, but
0: it's a crowdsourcing app. Yeah. So I'll just read you the description. Let's not get crazy. Gist, the first ever decoder app that crowdsources dating advice anonymously. The app lets users pose their dating dilemmas or questions that will then be decoded and advised upon by anonymously, uh, oh, upon anonymously by users across the globe. So instead of screenshotting every text and email from like the guy you're seeing, let's just say, which yeah. We all know we do yep. and sending them to our best friends which is why we do tell guys when you're dating me you're dating all of my friends yep or when you text me they all see it too and, um, um they all see that dick pic you right sent exactly so don't don't do those things unless you really want everyone to see which in that case fine fine um so let's say you send out all your girlfriends i mean this is what he just wrote me what the hell does this mean or is he into me now you can ask the question to an entire platform i love
1: it anonymously and receive real i want to i want to download this app this is amazing because- so it's just j-y-s-t because then you know you're not just getting like your biased opinion from so and so this friend who's always going to kind of say the same thing or this friend who's always going to say the same thing you get random people who don't know you don't know this dude and they're just like dude this is what this means
0: i think it's great i'm gonna actually try it out idea you know what we could even try it with like a text from each other
1: let's do let's it just do it and let's see if they're accurate
0: unless anybody that's dating us is listening and wants to test it out for us send us okay. something weird and we'll ask just
1: or just be you which Just could, be, which you. could, could be weird be weird um and speaking of dating and and distance and phone calls and stuff we're gonna do Lauren's song of the day which is Drake hotline bling okay I'm gonna admit I had no idea what he was saying at first it which I think is like, so much fun because I did <laughs> it sounds like he was saying I know when that hotline blink or I didn't really get it like <laughs> hotline bling is not like a terminology that I am used to hearing like oh hey someone's like hitting up my blowing up my phone my hotline is blinging it sounds to me like your phone has rhinestones on it it does (laughs) it sounds like it's not the right words to describe what you're trying to say but Mm -hmm. whatever i love you drake so much and so just in case you didn't know hotline bling is what he's saying and i think he's talking about a chick that's like you used to hit me up And you used to call me and now like you moved away and you're like, or I moved away and like now you're doing your own thing. And I like kind of miss that. You don't hit my phone up anymore. Yeah. Because by the way, for everyone that doesn't know, bling is like ring. (laughs) bling and also what about those like phones that like you can set it so that it like blinks a a flashing light when someone calls you too instead of like vibrating yeah oh my god on my
0: blackberry it used to do that and i used to have different colors for different people so it was like the dude i was seeing oh yeah it would no it wouldn't be red because that was like everybody else it would be like a it was like a party it was like a bunch of different colors yeah it was like the wildest thing it was an alert
1: wow party. i never had a blackberry but that sounds like it was amazing
0: it was I, it would make my heart jump every time because if i knew who it was i'd be like oh
1: it's just like one way to yeah i had a special ringtone for my boyfriend the yeah. time i was like oh it's so-and-so calling he and it sounded like a crowd cheering in the background no it's it so good it was like music and then like a crowd cheering like yay so excited he's calling and it was stupid it's very sporty of you i feel like that's like a well cheering he, was, on he thing. was an athlete so oh well that was, makes like, more sense than there we go <laughs> so you know um, all right. Well, you guys, we have our guest is here in studio, and she is real pretty, real pretty <laughs> and real tan, jealous of her tan. And we are going to welcome her right now. Monica, scoot close to the microphone and say hello. Yeah. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. Hi. Hi. It's Monica Padilla from Survivor. What was the first season you were on, Mon? It was Samoa, season 19. Season so about 19. six years ago. Okay. Wow. And then this new one was Survivor Second Chance, Mm -hmm. which you got voted on by the public to come back for round two, yo. 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 (laughs) So intense. So intense. So intense. (laughs) Pressure on. (laughs) I mean, and the first time you were on Survivor, you were not in a relationship.
2: No. I went out. I, had, I actually had a boyfriend at the time, or a forced boyfriend. You know, those guys that you kind of date, and they kind of latch on a little oh, bit. Oh. No. you're like, and you like them a lot, but you don't really want to be in a relationship yeah, got with it. Them. Okay, yeah. so you were in that limbo. And so I was in that weird, you know, thing. Yeah. And going in, I was like, I don't want any strings attached. I don't want to be... I like it. Feeling guilty for any mm-hmm. flirtation. Yeah, because you can or use that to right. your advantage. Did you island. have any romances on the first season? Um, No, not really. I mean, I know that, like... Brett was always adorable and we would like hold hands under the blanket (laughs) but that was about it. I mean everybody's kind of snuggling and trying to stay warm because it gets so cold at night. Okay. But
1: um, yeah just any little bit of human contact you know. Of course and you can use that to your advantage. Monica is a very beautiful hot (laughs) sexy girl and so she's gonna like maybe play that card right? I mean you had to have played it a little on the I mean the first time I didn't play it super hard I know that
2: there have been girls that have gone in and they are just playing the flirt card.
1: I mean instead of holding hands under
0: the blankies they were probably <laughs> doing sex but i have a question job i've heard somewhere. they have i
2: heard they have where so, would they do it yes. like in
0: the sand somewhere because i feel like a like where w- i just sounds not cleanly to me at all okay well, well nothing, first of all you smell yeah right really bad
2: yikes like really bad I'm like sure. you have just you smell as though you were a homeless person yeah i mean i feel bad for homeless people but i'm just saying no like, i get literally they yeah. probably get more showers than survivors do um and you just stink that's number one. Your breath smells. Mm-hmm. Your hair is disgusting. You're yeah. starving. And then, I mean, your clothes aren't really clean. So and you're you not really boil them. So that's not sexy. Yeah, you're not sexy.
0: I don't know if maybe they just didn't smell each other. or <laughs> Maybe they got used to it. Or if you smell like that and they smell like that. It's like when you eat garlic. If yeah. you're both eating garlic, that's it's true. okay. I, yeah. You kind of match it. I just does, does nothing about that. Sounds good to me. <laughs> no, I actually feel physically ill. I feel but, like you might as well just go play with a bunch of girls instead of girls and boys
1: oh like be a lesbian no
0: i mean like it would be like an all-girl season
1: oh 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 i'm like what is that supposed to mean
0: (laughs) or maybe i mean be a lesbian i don't know it's complicated you just never know it's
1: complicated (laughs) So,
0: Monica, what made you want to do Survivor in the first place? You know, last time I came in
2: seventh place, and I made it to day 33 out of 39. That's crazy. And it was far. I only had six more days to be in the finals. And so in my head, I was thinking, all right, you just have to make it six more days at this time. Just go in and make it six more days, and you'll be up for the million. And um, not only that, it was just such a fun adventure. Even though you're starving and it's miserable, and I think I kind of forgot a lot about what that misery was all about until yeah. I went back the second time and was like,
1: oh, yeah. It's like having a baby. <laughs> it kind of sucks. like women that have babies. They're like, a lot of people have out.
2: compared it yeah. to women having babies. Absolutely. So I just really wanted to play again. I watched even more of the show after I came off of it, and I thought, oh, my gosh, if I had just done this or if mm-hmm. I had just done that. But six years of that kind of building up is a lot of pressure. Right. And I definitely felt so stressed out there, especially the pressure being being voted out by the fans, everyone knowing that I was there. It's the first time that everyone in the world knew who exactly was on the island. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was a lot of pressure, just being like, I can't disappoint the people who voted me off. Of course. Yeah. You have to come back super skinny, so people are like, oh, you made it far, you know? yeah.
1: (laughs) It's different. I think going into it the first time, there was like a naivete, and then you go into the second time, and like you said, there's you know, knowing those things, it puts on pressure on yourself, and
2: you think it's going to be easier. But for me, I mean, I, you know, you kind of know that day one's going to be really fun and high energy and setting everything up and getting to know everyone. So you kind of know the general gist of the game and what's going to happen, when challenges are going to happen, what time of day they're going to happen. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, the pressure is definitely on. You've seen these people play, you know, their personalities. Yeah. Did you, you study everybody and, before you went back on? I did somewhat. And I don't know if that was a good thing or a mm-hmm. bad thing. Cause you go in with all of these preconceived notions. Yeah. And sometimes I think it's better to just build those relationships from scratch than to go in with these, you know, right. yeah,
0: what else did you I'm do sure.
2: to prepare? Um, I worked out a ton our good friend, Paul Fresky. Oh, <laughs> he's a personal trainer. My butt, like literally after training with do? him, we were doing these crazy lunges with the barbell and uh-huh. he would put like ridiculous amounts of weight on them. And on each back lunge, I would have to let my knee touch the floor Ooh. and come up. And I already hate lunges. I mean, if you love yeah. lunges, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> so I already hate them. but he's
1: making me, I'm like, every time he's like, every time right. I could oh, just picture man. Paul. He has yeah. a really deep voice and he's very, very <laughs> muscle. And he's just like, he's perfect for being a trainer because he really can motivate you. Oh, yeah. He's a
2: beast. And then another one we did was we took um, these plates, these heavy, huge weight plates, and we tied them, well, he tied them to a giant rope.
1: And I had to literally tug the (gasps) rope. And it
0: just, I mean, just crazy stuff. What else did you have me do? Did you
1: feel like then when you were on the island, like there would be a challenge or something you're like, okay, I feel more strong right now because of the preparation? I did. But at the same time, you kind of lose
0: all of
2: your muscle from the beginning. So maybe like within the first couple of days, you're stronger. But then...
0: Well, I saw in the first episode, you guys were in the water, like pulling some kind of wooden... Yeah.
2: Yeah. Was that heavy? And rowing. Yeah. It was heavy. It especially was heavy because we loaded it up with everything from the boat. So we kind of raided the pirate ship and then loaded up all the fruit and everything. Right. So um, we loaded up so much crap that it was hard to get the raft to actually move. It was good to have the stuff, but hard to transport. And the point was you had to compete to get to the big bag of rice. And so we didn't Mm -hmm. realize loading up the raft that doing that would... Slow us down, right? When competing with the other tribe for the big bag of rice, so we lost.
1: But, yeah. <laughs> Those are all the little things that it's like part of the mental game mm-hmm. and like the strategy that you have to think about when you're doing that. Those little, the games are like little mind puzzles. They really are. No, it's, it's little things that'll really make a big difference that you don't, you're not paying attention to. You're like blinded by the gift at the end. Like we want all the fruit, and then you're like, ah, oh, shit, we didn't think <laughs> about. It. But then it's gonna, de- yeah, it's crazy the mistakes that you'll make. It's just, insane. and they're like obvious after the fact, but when you're in it and. You're you're stressed it's out just and you're the hungry. Pressure. I know. Yeah. I, they put me on a puzzle and the pressure was
2: just on. I am, I could feel my heart just pounding. Wait, what puzzle was or it? It was like this th- giant dragon puzzle oh. and the pieces were like the sizes of like bigger than bricks pretty mm-hmm. much. They weren't heavy, but they were awkwardly shaped and they didn't necessarily like slide together the way a puzzle would. So and on the, on the bricks there. there was a picture. Oh, and okay,
0: yeah. And all the picture all the bricks together made one it went, complete like a dragon. It okay. made A
2: circular dragon. Okay. And it
0: was just crazy
2: and I mean if you had all the time in the world maybe not so bad when you have everyone on you and cameras and Jeff Probst yelling and totally it's just your heart is pounding and I
1: just get so nervous oh I'm sure (laughs) anybody would I would be I mean you're trying also the end game really here is the million dollars so that's also pressure maybe not in every current moment but an overlying totally. pressure throughout the entire thing totally and you got so close the first time too i know Ugh. i know i almost couldn't believe it this time last week when they voted me off so I, yeah so everyone about, out yeah. there we just monica just got voted off did you know that it was happening no okay not so at all. it was to total shock mm, for you was a total blind side why do you think it happened
2: i you know what i don't really even know to this day it's so bizarre because when i went in um I formed alliances immediately, mm-hmm. and then you just see the alliances start to shift. The For more sure. that people start to bond and everything, and at that point, I felt myself kind of slide further and further down to the bottom. And um, I don't know. I think that people had a problem trusting me. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I think they just thought that I was really a little schemy. They also um, associated me with the villain from my first season, even though I went up against that villain. He Who and I was are friends now. Russell Hands. Okay. And so, even though um, we're we went head to head on my season we're friends now and mm-hmm. so like well she's friends with so and so that means she's going to come in playing this Guilty way. by association. Yeah. yeah and really yeah. I wanted to go in being a loyal player loyal to my alliance and they just turned on me which really sucked. Rude. <laughs> I know and I, I try to do a girls alliance. I try to just kind of maintain the girls numbers up so that we could go further and if we needed to you know go against the men if they right. you know pulled one on us we'd have that option later on and the girl who I aligned with from day one who I considered one of my best friends out there, ran to the boys and basically told them what I was doing.
1: Ooh, Interesting. Yikes. I so mean, there's now, no girl code there at all. Wait a no. second, Mon. So does that mean now you're not really friends with her? Well, I haven't spoken to her after the fact, like after the show is aired. When we got back, I
2: I spoke to her via text or whatever. And I said, listen, no hard feelings. It's just a game. Right. Um, you know, I just hope, you know, that I it's behind me. And then the, the show aired and I didn't realize how much she had against me you and saw. how much crap she said about me on camera. And the yeah. whole time I'm thinking, this is my friend, you know, and it's so weird to me because my girlfriends are always so loyal. Yeah. We don't right. argue. There's no drama. We don't talk behind each other's backs. So I know that a lot of girls have that problem. But in my circle of girlfriends, it's I've not. eliminated that problem. Yeah. Like if, if you are dramatic or if you talk shit, oops, no, crap. You, no, you can say it. It's fine <laughs> here. You can say everything you okay. want to say
0: then you're just eliminated sure. from the group you're not involved right. in the group anymore bye yeah. <laughs> you know bye, wait do you think that that's something you learned later like in, in, let's say in your 30s maybe I would say, yeah, in my late twenties, early thirties, just
2: about you. You start to learn that hey, this person does not have to be a part okay. of. My I ain't life. got
1: time for that. Exactly. Yeah. Like so. if you're gonna bring that stuff into my life, like I don't really want that. And you, that you, you do, you get to a point where you start to kind of. It's draining. It's draining, and you eliminate it's unnecessary. You eliminate. It's not like I mean, it, it's not as dramatic as to say like I'm never talking to that person again. But it's just I'll like, cut you. You just <laughs> <line>. <laughs> yeah. You just find that you don't call them. As much for right. advice, or they're not. the We first don't, person don't invite to, them to dinner. Exactly. Right.
2: Friday night. Exactly. Like it's kind of sh- shut down that group chat. <laughs> oh, <God.
1: laughs> group chats don't even get me started. Or
2: start a new one without them. In it. Right. Okay. So where
1: is this leaving you with this girl? Like you? Now, I don't really know.
2: I mean, if I see when I see her again for the finale, because I will see her again. I don't know. I've kind of been really vocal in my press about how I feel about the situation. I've said it's just a game, and I put it behind me. But it was shocking to see someone turn their back on me like that.
1: Because well, feel-
0: while you are playing a game, you are still real people,
2: right? Yeah, right. And And she was your friend before. I thought she was. I mean, maybe from the beginning, she just never was. Um, I know that in the beginning, we seemed really close. And I've heard that people were really weary about that because they don't like seeing people get really close or really obvious. Right. So I tried to kind of separate myself a little bit. And I think that maybe somebody may have gotten in there and been like, this is what's going on with Monica or whatever, even though I never said anything bad about her. And in the beginning, if we had gone to tribal to begin with, I was told that she would be the first person voted out. Um, I don't know. It's up in the air as to whether it would have been me or whether it would have been Kimmy. But at the same time, um, I wanted to protect her. And if I had to vote for her in the end because I didn't want to isolate myself from the tribe, I would have. But I did everything I could to protect her. It always
1: comes down to a moment on Survivor or games like this where, yes, you can protect someone up to a certain point, but then it's a matter of you or them and you have to understand that that's everyone's in it for themselves. So there has to become a point where you're going to make a selfish decision. But if it came down to, let's say you and her, you know, she would protect herself. You know, you would protect you. And that would definitely be no hard feelings. But when it came, comes down to like little things where you can protect or align, make an alliance. Like her over
0: somebody else. Yeah. Then you would,
1: but it's always going to come down to somebody choosing for yourself because everyone's trying to win. So, so yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's really tough. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah. It's it, it's funny that you you know you had this first chance. You were on Survivor, and then time had passed, and you had created relationships, and then to go back in it with that that because that I mean the first couple seasons of Survivor that wasn't an issue ever. No, you know what I mean. And, yeah, and now that that makes the game even more complicated because you have friendships or because you have these other. Situations, this was also people who had already played the game before. So, how many times has Survivor done that now? Um, all star seasons. Mm. There's been a few, there's been quite a few. I'd say at
2: least seven or eight. Yeah, and at least I mean, maybe more because they've had some where they bring back one player or two players yes, on each show. I remember that, and then yeah, the rest are all first time players, yeah. or they do like a fans versus favorites mm-hmm. or an all
0: star game. Or how many seasons
2: has the show had? Oh my gosh, I like, they're, this is 31.
1: Whoa. I mean, great idea. Great. Is it the longest running reality show? I don't think so. Maybe The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I don't know. I f- it might be. Who knows? It's up Who there. Knows? It's, it's up definitely there. up there. I mean, it's a great, great idea. It's Lord of the Flies. It its is. Finest, right?
0: uh, so what, is, what was your favorite moment doing the show? Hmm. I just have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was your least favorite? <laughs> Can I go to um,
2: yeah, I guess my my least favorite was being blindsided and going out that way. Yeah, or at least um, feeling like I was at the bottom and that I wasn't
1: really, you know, feeling you slipping away like that. Exactly, and not being just able that to gain not control. being
2: able to control it. I, that's a not
1: a good feeling. No,
2: and so I'm used to being in situations where I can make friends with people and socialize, and and you know, just naturally form these relationships. And here I just saw it like slipping away and feeling like the outsider per se. And so that's a bizarre feeling, but at the same yeah, time... you it's not used to it. You can't let it define you. Exactly. Um, so at times, you know, I get down about it but then realize, you know what? It's like, not you. No. It's not you.
1: I have life at home. Yes, it's a good right. one. And speaking <laughs> of your life at home, Monica is has, you know, been in a relationship, a long-term relationship for a couple years now. So how was it different? We talked about the first Survivor where you're like, mm. I'm kind of dating this guy but not really now that I'm on Survivor. How was it different going on survivor now you know even if you get kicked off for the first week you're still there for the duration of the shooting the show Uh so you know you're going to be away from your boyfriend for a long time how did that affect you see in my head i never thought that i would go home early
2: so Mm -hmm. i I thought that i'd just be in the game and it would be fine and you know i'd go deep into the game so that never really occurred to me until it actually happened Mm -hmm. um but down for even when we started the game i was super excited i missed him but i tried my hardest not to think about him or even get myself distracted Because the minute I let my mind go there who knows it's like pit of despair you know (laughs) so I tried not to think about him not to even think about life at home Um, a lot of family members of mine thoughts of them family members that have passed away Mm -hmm. the island reminded me so much of Puerto Rico that's what crept up and really started to hit me I don't know why I think the island maybe reminded me of Puerto Rico where I'm from Mm -hmm. but that started to creep up and it was hard to even push that away but I tried to keep all personal details of home and that's the other thing too is these people would ask me questions and I didn't want to answer honestly like they would they would ask me about my life, and I didn't want to tell them about my life. I live a pretty good life, and I feel like they'd end up presenting me for it. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> True. Because they'd be like, "Well, why do you deserve this if you already have a great life?" Right. Right. So um, I think that makes sense that you were so I guess private I came about off that. Off guarded at that point. And so that that
2: became a barrier b- b- with um, forming these genuine relationships right and I think but I, are they
0: genuine relationships some of them really are they really really well, are you could bond like real tight with somebody in a situation like that sure. well absolutely but then again you are against each other
1: well yeah. eventually you will be but right. if you create that bond it's still there and you know you have to know like I said at the end of the day everyone's trying to win so you can't take it per. you can only take right. it personally up to some, a certain point right well
0: some people did have strategies and then you know maybe like you said Kimmy might not have even been your friend from the beginning. So. So that's where I would get a little guarded like you did. Yeah. Because you just don't know who's genuine and who isn't. Um, How did your boyfriend feel about you going on Survivor? You know, it's
2: been a bit of a roller coaster. Um, He's not a fan of the show. He understands where the concept is brilliant and it's done really, really well. But overall, um, I think... He hates how much it consumed my life and consumed our lives. For it did for a little bit
1: before you went on because you were campaigning to get right. voted back on. And so, so,
2: already when the campaign's even the first day of the campaign and all this stuff's coming in on Twitter and social media, and I'm trying to it's know, a interact job.
1: with people, it was a full time job oh, for totally. you. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And so, at that point, he's like, you know, enough already. And I and I at the same time, I got it, but right. but you had, to do, what you had hand, to do it. I had do to, get it. to get on the show because I, I was potentially,
1: so woman, and it could have potentially been something great that both of you could have shared at the end. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so,
2: um, yeah, he was a little bit annoyed with just the saturation of it constantly. Um, Then when I was gone, he was really optimistic. He was hoping that I'd win. I came back and for the time that I was off of the show... I kind of pushed away the feelings again of being voted off and didn't mm-hmm. even want to think about it. And I was like, "It's a game, whatever." Other people were really damaged <laughs> or really upset by it or upset by people that screwed them over. But I was just like, "I'm just going to enjoy the rest of my time here." Um, and but when I got back, the minute I got off the plane and he picked me up, oh. I just started bawling. I don't know a if lot. it was a lot of like missing him, not feeling like I could really open up to anyone about my true emotions. It was probably all of that. It just came flooding back, yeah. and, and you, you felt so, comfortable and safe with him. So yeah, it was just absolutely to be you and I could it just was. trust him and so he was like no it's fine I'm so proud that you did it and he was really supportive about it but the more that he saw that I was hurt by it that's when he started to really
0: hate it it's like mm-hmm. you know don't mess with my girlfriend Of course,
2: it's <laughs> what a good guy yeah. so protected. how did
0: you guys I mean stay in, you couldn't stay in touch while you were away could you no
2: no we could not stay in touch so that was tough I didn't have a phone I didn't have any access to internet um, crazy yeah. so when you actually got voted off though what happens to you um, I can't really say because I don't know if there's going to be any twists coming up and uh, so you know. But they know. just isolate you somewhere yeah, until so you at that point, yeah, until you either re-entered the game or whatever. But yeah, okay.
0: And at that point, obviously, you still don't have a way to contact anybody because you're if you could... You're supposed to be on right. the show.
2: Right, right. Yeah. And yeah. if you so,
0: could contact them, they would know that you're not on the show. Exactly. And... Like, does everybody in your life sign NDAs or just yes. you? Yes,
2: no, yeah. they do. Oh, really, I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. All immediate family. My parents do. My um, boyfriend did because we lived together. My sister and her husband. Wow, and my Everyone. brother.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that you and your boyfriend were, you know, confident enough in the strength of your relationship for you to say, "I'm going to go do this," and for you to be able to like not be distracted by it or in the moment of the game just have trust in him and everything that's going on so that you could say I'm going to not think about that right now because yeah. it's not an issue like he's good I'm good this exactly. is compartmentalized I'm going to go do this that's why I think we've talked about long distance relationships on the show that's when I think you can do something long distance whether it's short term ish like that or you know maybe a little longer it's when you trust each other mm-hmm. and you trust yourself that you can do something like that and then it allowed you to live your life and him to do his and then you came back and everything's good now, which I think it
2: actually strengthened our, and we already had a strong relationship going in. I knew, you know, we're both extremely loyal. There's not even a question in my mind that uh, if I can trust him or not. Right. Um, And he's the same way with me. And so going in, he said, look, if you need to flirt with whatever guys, flirt with whatever guys you need to play that card, he's like, bring home the million, baby. (laughs) I love it. And so I thought that was really sweet that we're just very supportive with each other. Yeah. So when we got back or when I got back... We really appreciated being together because we, we didn't have any contact. You know, we were apart for so long. We normally spend almost every waking minute together. So coming back together was just so nice and just so comforting to be home and to be in his arms. Aww. And he showed up with a big bouquet of flowers and so champagne oh, no. and a bag of oh, all my amazing. favorite snacks. Oh.
1: Awesome. Cutest guy <laughs> ever. Cutest. <laughs> Please find us a clone for both of us. We constantly bug you about this. And before we let you go, we want to know... What advice do you have to people who want to be on Survivor, who want to be in your position?
2: Um, You know, I think that they really need to make themselves known to casting. Send in a fun, interesting video. Don't try to be fake or act like something you're not just because you want to make TV. They can really see through that most of the time. Um, I've said time and time again, if you want to be on the show, submit an awesome, interesting video that shows the best parts of your personality, what makes you you. And submit it. Make it clean. Make it great. Submit it. And if you don't make it on, then whatever. If you do make it on, then awesome. But if you don't, then just try again. Do or- a badass job of life. I mean, you yeah. can try again, but like, don't get comp- like yeah. completely obsessed with being on Survivor, I right? Mean, i'm one to talk because (laughs) i definitely was obsessed when i was campaigning right but at some point you just got to let it go it's it's a reality show it's not the end all be all of life and Mm -hmm. there are other amazing interesting wonderful things you can do with your life rather than make survivor your top goal
0: like really great relationships like yours what advice would you give to people doing long distance
2: Ooh, how to make that work Mm -hmm. tough um you know I'd say probably a lot of FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> Just stay in constant communication and try and plan as many trips back and forth. But it takes planning not to let the relationship come in between your life, too. I mean, yeah. you've always be working for your own goal and don't be so consumed with that other person and that you forget them, about yourself. It
1: does. And it makes them attracted to you when you're working on you, too. Absolutely. So take right. that time apart to focus on you, but make sure you're committed and trying and making plans with the other person. Absolutely. And
0: you yeah. did a great job of that because you went and did Survivor for however long and you couldn't even talk to him
1: right right and now look and now now look look where you are okay so where can
2: people people can watch survivor on cbs.com okay you can download it on itunes and it'll be on tonight um you might get to see a little snippet of what happened last week it's probably the only amount of time that you'll see me on this tonight's episode (laughs) okay um but yeah check it out and then where can people find you um on me you can find me on monica padilla 7 on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm also on Facebook, but I think I'm at the friend limit. There's a fan page. It's Monica Padilla, the official Survivor. Oh, you're at well. the
1: friend limit. Oh, the friend limit. Oh, <laughs> and I'm not okay. starting another account. I'm yeah. just going to leave it. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what happens when we have famous friends.
1: I mean, that's what happens, Monica. Thank you for coming in. We are excited that you made it back on Survivor. Maybe you didn't make it all the way, but you're number one millionaire star in our book. Aw, I think. gang. <laughs> and thanks for all you your it. advice on long distance and anything. Just life advice. You're just, you're winning at life. You are. Uh, you know, that's what my man says. It's true. <laughs> true. We love having inspirational that stories. That
2: needs to be the motto. Who cares what you're doing as long as you're winning, winning at, at life? life. Yes. <laughs> you're a
1: great inspirational woman, strong woman, making it happen. So thank you for coming on and letting our listeners in on your lovely... Winning at life, <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Right, so guys. fun being on. <laughs> All right, we will talk to you soon. Make sure you watch Survivor and you follow Monica All and right. follow us and follow us too. All right. So Jen, um, we have we have a little like wrap up here with our. You know, we like to like kind of give like a Jerry Springer's final thought, don't we? Yes, we sure do. We like to can't end it without a little uh, like
0: with like a quotes weird. and
1: things a quote and like a just the tip we like to call it just so you guys can feel like you have something to hold on to while you spend the week thinking about all of the things we talked about while you're reflecting while you're reflecting on our long distance and we'll get to that in a second but Jen would you ever go on Survivor?
0: No. Why not? Because I would die. Why? Why? because i'm not monica and i'm not badass and the bug bites would drive me insane and the bugs themselves the bugs would kill no so i can't see an ant without freaking out like an ant yeah then i feel like they're all over me i think it's like in my clothes and my shoes coming out of me like (laughs) i really i have a hard time with creepy crawlies i do too i also would not do well with like making a home out of like a tree you mean
1: like a hut Like a palm frond home. I just couldn't do that. I would be totally into it. I'd be sweeping it every day, all day, making it clean.
0: Right. And I would be like on the side being like, I hate the bugs. Yeah. Why am I here? This is my worst nightmare and I'm not going to win. So, no, I wouldn't. Would you?
1: I, I would, I think, um, because I'm really competitive at like weird shit. Like if they gave me like... You know
0: The Bachelor is a competition as well.
1: I know it's a competition, but that I might not. I think I'd probably be better at Survivor. <laughs> and I, I think I actually would be better at Survivor too than The Bachelor. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd probably cut a bitch in Survivor. I mean, in <laughs> The Bachelor. Maybe not. Maybe it's
0: No, the- I wouldn't even be mad at the girls. I'd probably just not be
1: into the guy listen this is the thing about the bachelor like every single i've said this time and time again but every single time they pick the guy the girls all have you how many times have you been on a date with a guy and you're like i'm not into him there's no way in the 47 seasons of the bachelor that every single guy all of the girls there's only been like once or twice where a girl's like i'm not feeling it and i'm not into you and then they leave the show always they're all like I'm in love with him it's like because they just want to beat each other and that's where I would be a little annoyed and a little like this game is stupid and I probably wouldn't even like the guy
0: listen I don't know if I'd like the guy but I definitely wouldn't like competing for the guy so instead I just make friends and I would think of it like a sorority and a vacation with all my friends. You know
1: what? I would make friends too, I think. But there would always be some shady bitch that would get in my way and totally annoy me. And then then I would be done. Then that's where I would. Right. Just be then like the drama
0: would happen and you'd be like, the drama and it would be a whole thing. And you're like, wait, why am
1: I here? <laughs> how did that happen? But Survivor, I feel like that that kind of stuff, it's like a little less. Pe- well, I guess it can be petty, but yeah. I think that I would be good better on a competition show like Survivor. The only problem is, is that when I get hungry, it's like. Not a good thing. My
0: brain literally shuts down when I'm hungry. I can't think. Like I can't compute yeah. a sentence. I can't do anything. The synapses I, don't fire. Nothing anymore. happens properly.
1: I malfunction like a dying robot. You know, I honestly, I, I really, I get. I turn into another person when I get hungry. I just don't. So that would be bad. Also, sometimes I have a problem keeping a secret. Oh, and I wouldn't be able to do that too. Like it's not because I want to. Like, screw you over. It's because I feel like I have something to say and I need to say it. Like, you need to know this could help you. And I don't like when people keep secrets from me. So I'm like, it would be hard for me. I it's all think, too shady
0: for me yeah. I couldn't handle it and like alliances and strategy I'd be like what can't we just all get along yeah
1: I wouldn't even get it I wouldn't get it at all well I would yeah I mean I'm not saying I would do good but I think I would try I mean I don't I'm not gonna try an audition but I think I, I would be if I had to pick one of those shows I think Survivor might be one of the top ones that I might or Amazing Race you and I would be pretty good let's on do that Race. Uh, do you have to eat bugs on that i don't think so but i would sweet okay let's do let's let's let's, let's apply let's apply this is our new this is our challenge for this week let's Let's look into this okay let's apply to the amazing race because you have strengths where i have weaknesses and vice versa and i think we could really just kill it fuck yeah okay i think we should do it um okay so that's our challenge our tip for you guys just the tip is we think that distance does that we found a quote that we like and it says Distance does to love what wind does to fire. It it extinguishes the weak and fuels the strong. And I personally agree with that. If you're not strong enough to trust yourself or the other person or be in a long-distance relationship, then it's never going to work. So, you know, just be strong. Trust yourself. Trust your other Significant other, and see where it goes. Yeah, like Monica said,
0: win at life, and it also made you know, being apart from her boyfriend made them stronger. So it That's can right. happen.
1: It can happen, and make sure that you make things happen by following us on all of our social media. We are at it's Complicate, uh, complicated or complicated. Radio Complicated I'm show. I'm saying this all wrong. Saying this all wrong. I don't you even can know there's follow- too many. <laughs> you can follow us
0: on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Periscope, everything. Complicated
1: show. Complicated show. And then tweet us. Let us know what you think. And we'll be back, back next week uh, for another show with you guys. Woo-hoo! Okay, guys. Have a great week. Happy Halloween. Be safe. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: You're listening to It's Complicated
1: with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on L.A. Talk Radio.